0: All right, we're back and like I've said before, we have support for 101 with CG which is brought to you by Manscaped. The Performance Package 4.0 has arrived and oh man, is it a game changer. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will be thanking you. I'm telling you, I love the toner and the deodorant, nothing means more to me than just smelling good coming out of the shower with these products and it's night and day. So get on the Manscaped program. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code withcg at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code withcg, W-I-T-H, C-G. Always unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the right job with Manscaped. Running up, baby. On to the episode. Let's go. We're back on the podcast and I've got one of Las Vegas's biggest entertainers on the airwaves today He's a current in-arena host for the Las Vegas Raiders and Vegas Golden Knights The host and ring announcer for top Rank boxing on ESPN And all I've got to say is it's nighttime, baby Mark <laughs> Chinook, welcome on the podcast
1: Let's go. Thanks for having me on, dude. Great to be here
0: It's been a minute, man. How's everything been? How's life? I know you're one of the busiest guys I know, always hustling. How's things been?
1: It's been great. Listen, Vegas is on fire. I'm rocking my life is beautiful hat. Life is beautiful was here last weekend. I heart was this weekend. Uh, Vegas is on fire right now. Literally, it's uh, still 90 degrees and uh, hockey season starts is starting. So it's, it's just a cool time to be in Vegas and uh, you know, yeah, busy, but busy is good.
0: Busy is great. And you're doing what you love. You got so many things going on and I want to touch on everything. So why don't we start with the Raiders first Raider nation, baby. How, how like, I know the season just started for you guys. How is the city like buzzing like crazy that you know, football's back, you know, how's everything with, with the Raiders and football?
1: Yeah, I think the NFL obviously is our, you know, biggest sport in this country. And you know, a football season is football season that goes without saying, you know, wings on Sunday, plopping down in front of a TV, uh, not the greatest start for our boys, but that's okay. We'll bounce back. Uh, you know, Legion Stadium is probably the premier football stadium in the country. So, uh, you know, every Sunday that I get to spend in that building is is really kid in a candy store.
0: It, it really is. I don't, I'm going to touch on that experience being in there. But, um, you know, you guys have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL with Derek Carr. I want to know, how has it been spending time with him off the field? How is he as just a just a, a guy and, and just getting to know him?
1: Yeah, he's a great guy, you know, and uh, one of the things that I will say about every every one of our current roster players, our marquee players, especially uh, they've embraced Las Vegas and uh, they've gone above and beyond to support various causes in the community and cars the same way. You know, He you see him all over the place at, at charity events and fundraisers. And uh, I think the city has embraced the Raiders. And the organization clearly has has made an impact in the nonprofit sector. That's for sure. Uh, they're constantly giving back in ways that a lot of people don't really hear about. You know, we, we so, sort of focus on the football on Sundays, which is, you know, rightfully so. That's why they're here. They're here to win football games. Uh, but the impact that the organization has had on the community has been felt all over the place. And I think it's just a testament to who these guys are off the field.
0: Right, no doubt. And you know, something I noticed is that Raider fans are really passionate. They're they're they love their football. As you know
1: putting it mildly, bro.
0: Oh, they're they're like they're spicy, dude. So yeah. I mean, I wanna say, you know, I think that the Raiders have the upper hand when it comes to home field advantage with home games. I mean, they have you you guys, you know, Vegas has one of the best crowds when it comes to the Knights, Raiders and everything else. How much how much is it like benefit you think the Raiders having like, you know, the the raider nation behind them at
1: allegiant stadium. Well, I think that's everything. I think that that goes without saying and they, they travel. Uh we opened the season against the Chargers in LA and it was a home game for the Raiders. Um you know, at the end of the day though, they got to perform on the field and they got they got to execute and it's been a rough start, but Raider Nation are diehard fans, man, and uh they turn out and they'll they'll continue to turn out and uh we'll hopefully can get this season on track next week or this this common sunday against denver at home it's a it's a pretty special place to come and watch a football game and like you said the tailgating that goes into the raider nation is 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 unlike anything i've ever seen uh this fan base is is insane and we've had you know we've got a cast of characters there you know know, guys that have been lifelong diehard raider fans that dress up and uh, they're just as important to the team as as anybody else so it's uh it's a, it's the cool fan base for sure. And they, they definitely bring it.
0: Absolutely. And I think the past two games, they were pretty close. You guys, you know, we're not far off from winning the games, but, um, yeah,
1: they have been some tight games, but at the end of the day, you gotta, you gotta find a way to win. That's our, that's our, our motto, just win baby. And, uh, we got to find a way to pull it off. we got to find a way to do it.
0: Right. And, you know, being the in in arena host for the Raiders, you get to fire up 65,000 people in Allegiant Stadium. That's I mean, not the average guy can do that. How's that experience for you? What's the feeling like being center field and just getting people going?
1: It's awesome. You know, there's really nothing like it. You're standing on the 50 right below the shield. And, uh, you know, the game press team led by Brad Finney and Justin Casserly, they're, they're fantastic to work for. And. There's always surprises at a at a Raiders game. It's it's definitely not your traditional football game, and uh, you know, like I said, I'm just I'm just honored to play a small piece to that puzzle and and help get those fans going. But they don't really need a lot of help. You know, they like we were just talking about. They're diehards, and I'm just there to tell them it's okay to to get loud when when the time is
0: appropriate. Well, I believe you're a big part. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Appreciate that, you, that right, man? Let's transition into the Vegas Golden Knights. What's your thoughts on this upcoming year? I mean, September's here, training camp has started. What's your thoughts on the Vegas Golden Knights? How's it been getting back into the things with the organization?
1: It's gonna be great, you know. I think uh, I think the guys are are still carrying last season on their shoulder, right? And that's that's always a good thing. Uh, you know, we should have made playoffs last year. We should have competed for a Stanley Cup, and we didn't. Uh, so I think the guys are going to bring that into this season and, you know, I, am not making excuses for anybody. We've already, everybody's talked about injuries and, and what that meant to last season. But at the end of the day, these guys need to be healthy. I think the long summer is going to work to our advantage and, uh, camp so far has been fantastic. And, uh, we're seeing a lot of great young rookies in the lineup and during the preseason. And I'm just looking forward to October 13th when uh, we drop the puck for real. It's, uh, it's, it's a special time. Uh, you know me I'm a Canadian hockey junkie man I, I love the right. game and uh, there's so much going into the preparation for this season from an entertainment standpoint and 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 making the games unique as they've always been and uh, such a key part to to come into a Golden Knights game I think the game presentation team at the Golden Knights have set the bar so high since season one that you know other teams look to the Golden Knights to see what we're we're doing and they take from that and create stuff and that's, that's always a, a compliment to the group that's here behind the scenes uh putting game pres together but you know as a kid from canada uh there's nothing better than you know training camp into preseason and into the regular season it's, it's a cool time of year and then you find that rhythm and you find that group i think the guys are going to compete uh just as much as they they have in year one and year two i think we're gonna have a, a great season and uh, fingers crossed they stay healthy and we get it done
0: Right. And I think the beautiful thing is that, you know, the Knights have a chance to win every year with the talent they have. Um, But one thing I noticed is that you guys got a new head coach in Bruce Cassidy, former Bruin head coach. Uh, I don't know if you've met him yet, but you know, how's it been getting to know him if you have already, but how's the city feel about him coming in?
1: I've had the chance to just have a couple casual conversations and passing at the office. Uh, Great guy. And I, you know, I think anytime you need a spark and a change, obviously in hockey, that's sort of what happens with the coach and, Uh, I think he's the right fit, man. I think we're going to see a a lot of a lot of his methods and systems in place that the players will will embrace. And, you know, again, fingers crossed. I'm I'm just a hype guy and a host. I'm always focused on entertainment, but I know the game and I think uh, he he brings a lot to the table. And, you know, TBD, it's the million dollar question, right? Like, are we going to see improvements in certain facets of the game that we need to see improvements on? Uh, Yeah, I think so. You know, so we'll see. I'm, I'm really excited for this season and I know the players are as well. And I think that's half the battle, right? You know, you gotta be, you gotta be excited to go to work. And, uh, I think, I think the team, the entire organization is excited. Like I said, last year was a disappointment first year, not making the playoffs and, uh, you know, Hey, we've been lucky. We've been spoiled for, uh, for four of the five seasons to, to, to make Stanley cup playoff runs. So you know, we going to need to get back to those winning ways.
0: I agree with you. There's two players I want to bring up. You've had some people let go in the organization, some coming back in. Um, Aiden Hill. You know, unfortunately, Robin Leonard went down. It's tough to see, you know. But you guys traded for Aiden Hill. I uh, I spent time with my buddy over this summer, Matt Nieto. He plays for the San Jose Sharks. Aiden just came from San Jose. He had some good things to say about him. He said he's a beauty. He's great with his teammates. Great locker room guy. Six six big kid. Um, I think he's going to make a good impact. I don't think he's had a lot of help around him in his past, you know, two former teams with Arizona and San Jose. You guys have a ton of talent from the forwards, defense, um, and this is a good time in his career, I think, to make a good impact on the organization. You know, I truly believe that. What's your thoughts on that big trade with uh, Aiden?
1: You know, I think anytime time you, you trade for a goalie uh, and that position is so prominent in the sport, it's such an important role. Uh, you want to start with a good guy, right? And skill set we can put that aside for a second and i think the way you started the conversation about him is that he's a great guy he's great in the locker room uh and i think that's that's for for somebody who played that role i played that position uh growing up as a kid in in ontario uh it's important that you have a great head on your shoulders and and you bring something uh to the locker room and i think that speaks volumes at the end of the day man you got to stop the puck and uh to your point I think our our defensive core in front of him is is sound. We have a, a great defensive core on our team, and I think he's going to fit right in. And uh, you know, again, that big TBD, right? When it comes to execution and play, that's that's you know, it's not my department. It's theirs, and uh, we can only uh, support them and and hope that they bring the best and uh, we get it done. But I'm excited to have him on the team, and uh, I think he's he's going to help us out tremendously this season.
0: Totally agree with you. Uh, Another guy I want to bring up is uh, Phil the Thrill, Phil Kessel. I think this is a cool signing. One-year deal gives him an opportunity to see if he can prove himself uh, in the organization to maybe get a contract. He's got guys like Jack Eichel, Marshall Salt, Mark Stone, Riley Smith. There's a lot of star power around him. He could be inserted in the power play. I don't think he had a lot to work with in Arizona. Clayton Keller was one guy. In Pittsburgh, he won. He he had a lot of success with Crosby, Malkin, Um, But he's got a lot of help around him now being with Vegas. I think he's going to have a huge year. What's your thoughts on Phil coming
1: in? 100% agree with you. I think it's uh, it's a huge get. It was the the signing of the offseason, in my opinion. Uh, I think our fans are in for a treat. This is a, a veteran player who knows how to win. And again, an incredible guy in the locker room. Uh, no nonsense. Comes to work, gets it done. Still has a great time but the fact that he's been down the road and has won multiple cups and has just been uh, a gem in the league. And for us to have him in Vegas, whether it's a year or five more years, who knows? Uh, it's, it's uh it's a blessing for this hockey community to be able to watch him 41 times at home this year. It's going to be outstanding. You know, obviously he's got this amazing record going uh, never missing hockey games. So knock on wood that keeps going, but you know i think this was the uh the signing of the season for us and i think uh he's going to he's going to contribute in ways that that most don't expect uh and it may not show up on the on the score sheet uh but his contribution to the vegas golden knights is going to be felt almost immediately and it, it probably already has a camp like i've been able to watch some of the practices and stuff and just seeing him out there and seeing the way other guys are around him is, says all you need to know he's he's just a he's just a, a super strength in the league and he's a vegas golden knight so what more can you say it's a, it's a huge signing and i think it is going to pay dividend uh, as long as he's here it will be a benefit to our organization for sure
0: i agree i am calling it that he's going to have a huge year because look he's got one of the best home crowds in the nhl in t-mobile arena that makes a difference he didn't have an oh, az 100% dude he's
1: he's going to he's going to put up points without question he's surrounded by uh incredible talent on this team it, you know on paper our team is is outstanding again big tbd on what happens on the ice right um you know management can only do so much coaches can only do so much players gotta play players gotta gotta put out you know they gotta they gotta show the results that uh, they're paid and hired to do and right. i think this team is as strong on paper as we've ever had and uh, let's let's see what happens man we're gonna we're gonna be behind them all the way we've got some cool stuff planned on the entertainment side this season. We're going to make sure that building stays loud and proud. And I just can't wait to see these guys uh, play for real on the 13th. It's going to be an exciting time.
0: Right. I agree. I love the moves uh, from the organization this year, this summer. Um, I want to move into the winter classic. I know you did, you know, you hosted outdoor, not in arena in arena. It's an outdoor game you hosted with the blues at, 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 uh, at the wild. Are you doing the Fenway one this year with the Bruins and penguins by chance?
1: I've been with the league now. The NHL's hired me for, I think, five seasons. Ever since I started with the Golden Knights, I started with the NHL doing all their major events, the Winter Classic Stadium Series, uh, All-Star Weekend. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, usually they send out the schedule when the dates are locked in. I haven't heard from the league yet, but, uh, you know, kid in a candy store even more there. Right. Uh, Notre Dame Stadium was one that I'll never forget. That was uh, incredible to be able to walk that stadium and, and play a hockey game there. It's just a unique thing and I, you know, if it ever comes through your town to people watching, it is definitely something to take in and be a part of. It's, you know, uh, John Bacaro who's the head of production for the NHL in our pre-shift meeting before we go out and start the game, he even tells the crew and the the local crew that's working with the league just to hey, take a minute for yourself, take it all in because it's not something you see every day the league does such an incredible job uh, with those outdoor games, growing the game and putting 60 to 80,000 people in a football stadium or baseball stadium, watching a hockey game. It's, it's one of the coolest things. So if it does happen to pass through your town, grab a ticket because it's a, uh, it's a pretty unique experience. And like I said, man, uh, kid in a candy store, you know, I'm in a football field or a baseball field hosting a hockey game and uh, there's really nothing like it.
0: Nothing like, you know, hosting a game at T-Mobile arena with Vegas. And then no, going hey, to the outdoors
1: like that? We, we blow the roof off the place. T-Mobile gets incredibly loud. Uh, but there's also some some incredible hockey hockey cities. You know, the Nashville yeah. Predators. The, if you've ever been to a game in Nashville, uh, they do an incredible job as well. And they get really loud. And their fan base is incredibly passionate. But for a city that's had a team now going into its sixth season, it's pretty impressive what our, our fan base has brought to the table. And, uh, you know, I know Vegas gets a bad rap around the league a lot but that's okay that'll sort of dissipate over the years we have some incredibly knowledgeable fans here in Vegas a lot of canadian transplants like myself and our fan base is badass and 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 they bring it every game they know they know what they're walking into and and they know what's at stake and you know i think having uh the season we had last year I think our fans will be even motivated uh, that much more to help our guys this year because you know it was such a letdown. You know, being you know almost top of the division in February and then and then not making the playoffs, it was, that was a shock to a lot of people and major disappointment. So it's behind us now and we'll we'll walk into T Mobile fresh. But those outdoor games with the league are are pretty badass, man. They're a lot of fun.
0: I agree, and it's always a playoff atmosphere at T Mobile any day of the week, which I love. Um- party. A it's party a party. Go. It is. It's like, it's Hakkasan yeah. and hockey. I've always said. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to move into a, another subject and that's top rank boxing. Here's another gig you're doing. How, how much fun has it been, you know, hosting and, and ring announcing uh, for top rank boxing on ESPN?
1: That's the cream of the crop. You know, they came to a, a Vegas Golden Knights hockey game, Todd DeBuff, who who runs the organization and Brad Jacobs, they were at a hockey game and they were like, Hey, let's get that guy. And, you know i was just a you know a fan of the sport at the time this is now going on 5 years that i've been with the organization but like anybody else i'd you know i'd be the pay per view buyer or i'd try to go to a fight when i could uh this was thrown to the wolves essentially when the pandemic struck uh top rank boxing built a bubble here in las vegas to continue producing events and fights and uh, they knew that i was based here in vegas so they asked said, hey you want to come out and and host some some top rank events and they threw me in the ring and rest is history. I absolutely love it. I love getting to know the fighters and and learning about their story. You know, there's, there's really nothing like boxing on the planet, man. These guys are risking their lives to get into that ring and the training and the discipline involved in the sport. It, it's, you know, it's not a team sport. It's, it's you and your coaches and you walk into that, that ring and it's, it's on. And a lot of these guys are fighting for their livelihoods. You know, they're, they come from not the greatest, uh, you know upbringing or backgrounds or you know they're just they're fighting for a, for a way of life and uh it's it's pretty remarkable and it, the sport is is uh it's pretty incredible to sit ringside and watch these guys go at it so uh again just spoiled and honored really to be a part of these organizations you know you mentioned the Raiders the Golden Knights top rank boxing three premier sports organizations and uh, to be able to work for those three th- three groups am You know again just uh blessed and and humbled that they they include me in the family
0: and i think one of the most special things for you and and a kid's dream come true is to announce a fight at one of the most historic iconic arenas in the world madison square garden what's the feeling like being able to do that for you
1: yeah you know i didn't really uh it didn't really sink in until fight night and i've been back now uh, three or four times. And we have a fight at the Hulu theater at the garden this October. And then we're always there in December during the Heisman week. I uh, didn't really sit in until I sink in until I got into the building. And, you know, I've been there many times for Ranger games when I lived in New York and you look up at that iconic ceiling and you're standing in a ring and you're like, Hey man, this is going down. And it's uh, there's nothing like it. The history of boxing in Madison square garden is, is pretty special and to play a small role, with top rank is, uh, again, something that yeah, I don't take for granted. And I look forward to it every time. And the entire staff and crew at MSG, they're great. You know, they love when we're there. Uh, you know, I think, uh, what's his name? Who's the kid who sings? He just did 15 straight sold out shows at Madison square guard and Harry styles, right? right? Harry styles was just there. Billy Joel's there all the time. He's setting records. Rangers are there. The Knicks are there. Uh, and, you know, so many iconic fights have been have been fought there. And, uh, you know, we'll be there again this December. It's uh, it's it's something that is is truly magical. You don't take it for granted. And, you know, those are the those are the fights you want your family there. You know, you do your best to get all your family and friends tickets because it's just an experience unlike anything else.
0: I agree with you. What an experience. There's one name I we'll want to bring up in the boxing community right now. And then we'll move on to the next thing. Um, this guy, I think has made a huge impact on the boxing world as far as numbers, as far as more eyes on the sport. And I just wanted to bring up Jake Paul and and see your thoughts on him. I think he's a legit fighter. I know he's kind of like moved up a rank with each fighter. I do believe he can fight and he's done a lot of great things for the community. What's your thoughts? What's the boxing community's thoughts and what's your thoughts? Most importantly,
1: you know, I, I can't speak for everybody. I think anybody that, uh, helps grow the sport in any sport is doing, uh, doing something positive. Um, You know, I think he's got to get in the ring now against some, some opponents that are, you know, at a, at a level that uh, can warrant true attention. You know, I think the, the only negative, and this is not even really a negative is that he's fought UFC guys or uh, other YouTube stars, but I agree with you. The kid clearly has talent and he's being groomed. The, his team around him is doing a great job. You know, it's. It, I don't think it's any different than a professional boxer that's signed to any of the major promotional companies. You know, they're groomed. They're put into fights that are are strategically planned for them so that they're growing their skill set in a way that is moving them up the ranks. Uh, and I think Jake's doing the same thing. You know, he's fighting guys that he knows he can beat or handle, and then. You know, the talent becomes more and more or the competition becomes more and more competitive as he he evolves. Uh, But I think to put to put it bluntly, he has a ton of followers and his followers are following boxing. And I think that's an absolutely great thing for the sport. Uh, How long it continues? TBD. But, you know, I tip my cap to him. He, He loves the sport of boxing. He's committed to it. He's dedicated to it. Uh, and that's the only way you can get into boxing You, you can't play at boxing right like it is a it is a combat sport and it is the hurt business as you hear our broadcast guys say all the time and uh you'll get exposed pretty quickly uh if you're not prepared and i think he he's doing it right you know he's training consistently and he's he's fighting the right opponents at the right time and uh I love his character online you know I don't I don't know him personally I don't know what he's like behind closed doors but what I see of him on social and on on Twitter and the wars and the back and forth I think it's great I think it's exactly what the sport needs and it's it's drawing eyes to the sport of boxing and that's that's always a win
0: right and I think playing the villain role has kind of helped him you know get to where he is. Right. Sure. And I
1: I don't think he'll be the villain much longer. You know, I, even if he is a villain, I I don't see him as a villain. I think he's playing the role of a boxer and a promoter, you know, he's wearing a lot of hats and, and that's not easy to do. You know, the kid is the kid is absolutely crushing it and doing, doing what he needs to do for him, his brand, his company, his promotional company. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't see him as a villain. I just see him as a straight up as a boxer. I don't think he's any different in that regard other fighters you know everybody talks smack in the sport of boxing and uh he's he's right up there with everybody else
0: yeah he's just going well I feel like he's going after everyone like Dana White and all these people he wants to be seen by many people and it might get buys if you do that um what I want to know is obviously he's he's fighting Anderson Silva next month what's your prediction on that who do you think will win that fight
1: I don't know you know I don't even know like It's such an, it's such an outside the box fight. Right. And I think that goes back to the main critique that most people have is that, Hey, fight boxers, you know, get in the ring against somebody who's been boxing uh, as long as you have, or, or even longer. Um, You know, that's not to take anything away from his opponent, you know, incredible warrior. Uh, But UFC is a completely different beast. It's a different, it's a different medium altogether. It's a different, uh, training system different training style you got to prepare for so many different approaches uh you know i don't know i think he'll probably win i i if if i were to bet i wouldn't bet against him that's
0: for sure right and i, th- I did notice he went after tommy fury to fight him but that didn't work out but
1: yeah. uh, I, I I say stay away from from the Furies, man. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different league altogether. Uh, you know, I think there's some great guys here in the United States that you can make some pretty pretty solid fights against. There's a lot of incredible boxers out there that would love the opportunity to fight uh, fight Jake and have a, a, an incredible marquee matchup here in this country for sure.
0: Right, no doubt. I agree. Uh, the last thing I want to bring up today. Uh, I do have new listeners, so I want to inform the listeners about Monday's Dark. Okay? We've talked about it before, but it's important for me to bring it up again. Yeah, thank you. So it's a $20 variety show benefiting a different local charity, raising 10K in 90 minutes, and you raised over $1 million. I want you to touch on what's going on in present time and just about the charity that you're doing.
1: Yeah, so Monday's Dark is a, an organization that my wife and I started. It'll be nine years ago this December, and essentially all it is 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 a party. I throw a party on a Monday night with a full band. It's a variety show that I host. We invite headliners from the strip. We pick a different local charity every other Monday and that charity receives 10,000 bucks. It's our way to give back to the community. We've uh, we've done about 160 of these parties so far so we raised about 1.6 million bucks for for Las Vegas. Uh, we have a huge wait list of nonprofits that want to party with us. But it's just our way of giving back, you know. I'm I'm so fortunate. I, I moved out here with a Broadway show. That's sort of my background on how I got to Vegas. I was performing in a, a show called Rock of Ages, and it was just sort of our way as entertainers, performers to give back. And now that I work full time in sports with the various organizations that we talked about, you know, I leverage that platform to 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 give back, right? And it's just it's to me it's the right thing to do. I have an opportunity in a an obligation i think to my community to be able to help folks and there's so many amazing nonprofits in las vegas that you know again it's just our small way of of writing them a check for 10 grand and even generating awareness because a lot of times the organizations we partner with aren't your household big names and just the fact that entertainers and our mondays dark family tweets about it or puts it out on instagram it, it generates awareness for that group and anything helps them. Right. So we, we do this party every other Monday, 10,000 bucks in 90 minutes. And anybody listening, mondaysdark.com it's mondaysdark.com. All the information is there. It's, it's just a, it's a cool party. It's a good way to give back. And I appreciate you bringing it up because, uh, you know, it's a passion project. Everybody has a passion project and ours, uh, my wife and I and our small volunteer team at Monday's Dark. we love throwing these events and it's, it's a cool way for us to give back to our community.
0: I love that you're giving back. It's huge to do that. You know, with the success that you have. Um, okay. I just want to say, man, it's, it's, it's always a great time catching up and talking to you. I want to inform my listeners and encourage them to go see you live with either it's a Raiders game, a Knights game, or even a Monday's dark show if they're in town yeah. for a Monday. So, um, man, you're so good at what you do. You're humble as ever as well too, man. So I appreciate you for jumping on. Can't wait to get out to Vegas to see a game and see you again up in that castle, the fortress.
1: Yes, building. please get out there. Thanks again for having yeah. me on. Like I said, uh kid in a candy store and I just keep hustling, keep moving it forward and, and paying it back when I can. So yeah, hit me up on social, anybody who's watching, hit me up on social. I'll do my best to get back to you and, Uh, If you're ever at a game or a a ringside, just come on up and say hello. Would love to say uh, hey and meet everybody. But again, thanks for having me on, dude. This is so cool.
0: Anytime, man. Tell Bobby Bennett I said hello, too.
1: (laughs) You got it. Be good.
2: need it at all so blame it on the night don't blame it on me don't blame it on me blame it on the night don't blame it on me don't blame it on me blame it on the night don't blame